unemployed, self-destroyed, morale deployed. What are we aiming for? Some Louis loafers, some true denim, is that what we aspire for? I thought Malcolm died for more. Martin strived for more, couldn't have foreseen his dream being mocked and ignored. Young black boys killing each other for sport. The thought is sickening, not to mention when the depiction of our offspring is dangling between skinny jeans and plan B. What's the misconception? Contraception won't fix this disease. We got the blues from our hue, the reality of our truth, and the chains has changed. They got us binded by the roots and route to disaster, but we can't look past a brand new E-class or drive to go faster or just ask the pastor how the entire community is anticipating the rapture, but we own nothing. So what do our children have to look after? Hard to elude a scheme so cleverly crafted, but this is a path passed down and it's tragic. How the indigenous are misplaced and scattered. I'm just asking. I wonder what happens when the lost identity is fueled with passion. Does he lose his shackles? Or does he, lo- does he look right past them? Or does he find in time there's no thing that can confine him? I guess that's why they blind him. Dazzle his desires by diamonds so his soul can't find him. They're playing dirty. If you're 30 with two felonies, that means their plan is working. And if you're working two jobs and ends still don't meet, that means a solution is urgent. I know ribs are hurting, but it's time I need you to script this cursive, align your mind to my verses. This is poetry with purpose, a break of the curse to awaken the hunger and thirst to burst into being, to live life with meaning, to nurture our young and feed them. These are the reasons they got me bleeding this ink to feed them. Awaken our kings because we need them. And it's a long journey to freedom. But we're still breathing, which is the reason we keep thriving. Keep hope alive. And we die trying. Spoken Soul Sessions. You ready, my man? With Poetic Black. Ain't nothing holding me back but me and who's holding you but you but you. Check this out, man. Spoken Soul Sessions. Oh, my God. This is Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Bold stances and lewd advances got us here. You are listening to Spoken Soul Sessions with Poetic Black. We start from scratch, exploring new possibilities. To another episode of Spoken Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Poetic Black. Feels good to be here today. I hope everybody is having a, a great day, living their life, living their dreams. This is Spoken Soul Sessions. Here is where we celebrate the spoken word artists. Every aspect of spoken word, the written word, the spoken word, the performed word. And today, it was something on my heart. That's why I I spit that piece in the beginning of the show. I spit that piece in the beginning of the show. You know... To bring some type of awareness to what's going on in our community. We as a people, and when I say we as a people, I'm talking about my 
my melanated people out there, my black brothers and sisters, you know, we as a people, we need to really change the way we view each other and our aspirations in life. They got us so, they got us so divided out here. They got us so divided, man. And during the course of this division, I mean, our people are just twisted, man. I hate to say it like that, but it's the truth. I mean, we need to really look at what's going on, man. What they're trying to peddle us. What they're trying to feed us, force feed us. We got to change the way we look at each other, the way we view each other, man. I was watching this uh, YouTube video. They got this guy, I forget his name. But they got this guy who who he what he does, he rents like expensive cars and he just posts up and he just he just wait for beautiful women to walk by, whatever the case may be. So he he just try to give them a, like if they're a gold digger or whatever. So he'll he'll try to talk to them like, yo, look, what's what's up, man? Let me holler at you, blah blah blah, whatever, whoop de whoop. And Usually in his videos, the female, she dubs him. No, I got a boyfriend. I ain't trying to talk, blah, blah, blah. And he he's running behind her time like, oh, let me talk to you. Let me, what's your name and all this? And then she said, no, I'm not interested. So he said, okay, ma'am, have a nice day. So he hit the alarm on his car. Now he, he pushing a Bentley. Boop, boop. She turns around. Oh, that's your car? Whole attitude change. Whole attitude changed before. Oh, you ain't got nothing for me. Da 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 da. She gets in this man's car and she tells him, Oh, what you got for me? I want a Birkin. He was like, I don't even know you. I'm like, I'm trying to get to know you, whatever the case. Oh, if you ain't tricking on me, what you want, what you want to be around me for? I'm like, wow. To make a long story short, I watched the video and I was like absolutely disgusted. I was like, wow, man. I'm like, it can't be. This can't be the mindset of our people, man. This can't be it, man. This can't be. Are we Are we just like, is, is money that crucial? Is money that crucial that, that you, you, you go to crazy ends? I mean, like, to be honest, and I ain't trying to throw no shade on that sister, whatever the case may be. But, like, to be honest, man, you might as well be on the strip somewhere. If that's if, if that's all your worth is, that you feel that your body, just because you have a body, <laughs> that it necessitates that a man has to spend money on you. You got this life twisted. And this is the reason why, the sole reason why, a lot of these sisters out here are just caught up in the game. <clears throat> sisters always talking about she can't, they can't find a man or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's the values. Maybe it's the values that you got to bring something more to the table than just your sex. Contrary to popular beliefs men care about more than just sex i know this is this is what they push this is the agenda that they push you know they push the agenda oh you gotta be your body gotta be nice you gotta have a fatty or whatever the case may be you got these sisters out here getting these surgeries really hurting themselves really hurting themselves i don't know if you've seen any of these uh these videos out here with these sisters getting these Brazilian butt lifts and they out here really hurting their bodies, man. I mean, if you see the pictures and the videos, you're like, wow, this is crazy. I was watching a video on um, YouTube of uh, a YouTuber, Miss Miss P, Miss PSKV, I believe. Y'all can go check that out. But she did like a little segment on the Brazilian butt lifts and the pictures that she illustrated was like, wow, this is really going on. I mean, this what is this this is what it come to? Like, what's the purpose of it all? 
Like really, what's the purpose of it all? You know? Like you got a lot of these sisters, man, and I'm not trying to like go back and to be old traditional and all that, but a lot of sisters don't know how to keep a house, man. Yeah, they look good. They look good. You know what I'm saying? But the only thing they can cook is oodles and noodles. You ain't going to keep a man like that. Because, you know, it's more to offer in, in a relationship than just your sex. Like, men and women, we both come into the relationships with our, with, with our, our strengths. We both come into the relationships with what we can do best. And then when we come together... You know, we can we can network together and we can make a happy life together, you know. But when you really look at it, you want a man like these sisters. You hear them. Oh, I want a man to buy me a Birkin bag. You got these bags going for thirty thousand dollars a bag for thirty thousand. You want a thirty thousand dollar bag. What do you bring to the table? Thirty thousand dollars for a bag. You know what I'm saying? This is this. This is not a necessity. A bag, 30 racks for a bag. What do you bring to the table that that gives you the notion that you even deserve something like this? Like, what? What do you bring into the table? So you got this man out in the street, trapping, doing whatever he got to do to try to get you this Birkin. It's crazy. I always say women, when, when it comes to the, a relationship... Women and men. Men are like the horses. Like if you want to make the the analogy or the simile of a horse and a rider. The man is the horse. The woman is the rider. So a woman, a smart woman, a real woman, she knows how to steer the horse like if she if 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 you ride in a horse and the horse is going towards a, a cliff you want to pull back on the reins like to make the horse slow down so when you really look at it you got to look at it from the perspective of you got the horse the reins are in your hand the reins are in your hand so you can control that beast wherever you want to take it. If you want to take it here, you can go there. You want to go there, you can go there. And a lot of women don't have that wisdom to understand that if you have a man, he has that strength, that ambition, that that, that desire, that fire. Let him run. But you on but you on his back, and you and you're directing, you're guiding. It's the strength of the horse that's that's taking you places. However, you're in full control. Of where you navigate that And you can lead a man into destruction Because a man can Want for you so much He want to do for you so much That he, he love you that much That he will go to, he'll go to any end To get you what you want And you would take that for granted So it's wasted potential You got a lot of good brothers out here Who need a good woman that's what's missing A good woman to guide A good woman to steer A good woman to suggest The power of suggestion is 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 remarkable Don't ever uh, underestimate The power of your suggestion to your man If that man loves you Your words means so much to him Don't take for granted your suggestion that's why a lot of a lot of brothers and sisters get hurt when you see them out in the streets. And I live in Brooklyn, Brownsville, heart of Brownsville. And you see a lot of a lot of brothers and sisters get into a lot of heated beef. But mainly these brothers out here who get shot up, who get shot up because the suggestion of a woman. The suggestion. Oh, he disrespected me. Oh, oh, he, 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 he said this. He called me a bitch. He's, he, you know, what I'm saying whatever the case may be. You go tell individuals who love you, who love you, but maybe ain't wrapped too tight. But maybe ain't wrapped too tight. And then you go tell him 
oh he he called me a bitch he he disrespected me now this dude ain't rap so tight you let him right into destruction he go out get a gun he go kill this man now your brother your cousin or whoever that loved one is is up north forever that other brother is dead dead his mother has lost a son his father has lost a son all from the power of suggestion don't underestimate that power when you're dealing with men because a lot of men have a lot of zeal a lot of passion a lot of desire but don't know how to angle it don't know how to gauge it don't know how to direct it but when you when you bring a good woman into that man's life a good woman that knows what to do she's going to direct him to the right alignment where they both can be successful but it's a joint effort it's a joint effort a horse is a powerful beast it's a powerful beast they model cars and everything they measure it by horsepower oh this is like 750 horsepower like 750 horses the power of 750 horses very powerful beast but you're, you're in control of it and just like a car if you got a brand new Porsche if you're not careful you slam it into a wall or to a tree or whatever the case may be if you're not on point so know the power of your suggestion that's why I always urge my people man to, to affirm each other validate each other with positive affirmations tell each other that you're beautiful call that brother a king don't call him don't call him yo that's my nigga now I know we can use the word but call him a king <clears throat> call him a king to, to reinforce positive affirmations so he can he can he can feel positive about himself as opposed to being negative you call all these sisters bitches and hoes bitches and hoes but when they react as bitches and hoes you mad call these brothers niggas and thugs niggas and thugs niggas and thugs and when they act like that you're mad reinforce positive affirmations with one another but it's something that we as a people need to really look at we need to really look at how we digest our entertainment because you're being primed you're being primed for something i was i was talking to a friend of mine and i was and we was just talking back in the in in the days of hip-hop when hip-hop first came out and and i noticed that when hip-hop first came on the scene when i got influenced with it i think i was probably maybe I don't know, maybe six, seven, something like that. Maybe eight years old. But I know that I, I I know that back then it was always something positive. It was something uplifting. Like hip hop was like more so just bragging. You bragged, you swag about your about your your gear or whatever. You talked about you talked about fun stuff. It was about having fun. It was about having fun. And this is something that we created. This is a culture, multi-billion dollar culture yearly. We created this culture, but we get nothing of dividends of this culture. Pennies, we create this culture. And, it, and, it, and it's become manipulated by individuals who mean us no harm. We got to realize that we, as melanated people, we run on a different frequency we run on a different frequency and these people don't think for one second they don't experiment about frequencies if you can if you can deliver a certain frequency to a people you can alter their mood you can determine and predict their movements acts of violence and things of that nature I don't know if any of you guys remember back in the 90s, it, it always, back in the 90s and the 80s, you would see, late 80s, early 90s, you would see a whole bunch of the jet streams. 
the chemtrails that they just throwing in the air. Chemtrails, chemtrails, chemtrails. You think that don't have an effect on people's behavior? In New York City in 1993, it was the largest murder rate of individuals who who, uh, committed murder under the age of 16. You can check it out. Look at the history. Chemtrails. That 93 summer was crazy. It was crazy. So don't think these people do not. uh, Don't think they don't study the behavior. The effect of certain things that they, they subject you to. That they expose you to. We got to really take Sit down and really look At what we do for entertainment How we digest Certain things man Because it's having an effect It has an effect If you're listening to this podcast I, I, I challenge you I'm going to ask you a question And this, this, is, this is only for you Do you know both sides Of your family Extensively or do you just know the side of your mother? I'm trying to do a poll. Hit me up on spoken soul sessions at gmail.com with your answer. Do you know both sides? Do you know both sides of your family? Do you know your mother's side and your father's side? Or do you just know your mother's side? Or do you just know your father's side? But I I I noticed that when I was a kid, I noticed two things. I noticed that. The children who didn't have no father figure or no male figure, no male dominance in their household, they were more likely to get into all types of trouble. I noticed that. Even when I was young, I remember myself, you know, I remember myself saying, to to a friend of mine that only had a mom his dad wasn't around i don't know what was the situation with his dad but it was a single mother household and i would ask him certain questions and and i was surprised at the shit that he was able to do and i couldn't do you know what i'm saying i didn't really know my father's side of the family but i had my stepfather in the house so there was a male presence in the house there was some there was a form of discipline i couldn't do whatever the fuck i wanted to do you know what i'm saying there was definitely a male presence it was structure from a male perspective it was there and it prevented me from doing certain things it did but i noticed that the people who didn't have that they was the ones more likely to get into trouble ones who were, were, were more likely to be like uh you know they would they could stay out later you know what i'm saying like it's getting like it's, it's getting to be 7 30 i like i gotta get home b what i can stay out to like 10 i can stay out to like 11 12 you know what i mean there wasn't it wasn't no no beef but i say that to say this and it's no shot at no single mothers out there but you need both parties you need both parties in order to make a balanced child and you you ain't can do what you can do you know what i'm saying this is no shots that nobody's parenting or anything of that nature but i'm saying that this culture this trend is a, is a is a wicked trend that's going on today that we don't need each other listen to the music all the women they treating men as tricks oh i tricked off on this you know what i'm saying you're a trick and 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 all the men their music just in our culture their music oh i don't need a female i'm gonna chase a, i'm gonna chase a check i'll chase a check never chase never chase a bitch what's that uh that 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 lyric from future that uh i forgot the name of that song but um check he said he said something like chase a chase a check never chase no bitch chase a check though but you see what's being fed into our minds 16 bars at a time 
you telling this you telling this brother right here you telling this young this young impressionable mind chase a check chase a check fuck a bitch chase a check this is what's being peddled into the minds of our youth and they sucking it in they sucking it in and they thinking that this is the is the uh the the personification of manhood to show that you don't care nothing about a female dog her out do whatever you want it don't matter she's expendable this is this is becoming synonymous with manhood in our culture and this is coming from a black father who's raising a, a black daughter i can see it It's hitting home. It's right there. I see it. So we got we got the we got this this thing of life all screwed up to the point that we think we don't need each other. We think we can do this by ourselves. And we're producing all of these children that are imbalanced. All of them are imbalanced. They're not getting balanced affection that they need to grow up to be productive. You know what I'm saying? You got you got young boys being taught to disrespect women young. Every time every time they hear uh, uh, their their older brother or their or their uncle or whoever's dominant within their life speak in reference of a female, they're being referred to as a bitch. And every female, when they refer to a man, he's referred to as a nigga. So what, 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 like really, what are we teaching our youth? What are we preparing for? You can see the effects of what happened in 1964, Lyndon B. Johnson. Lyndon B. Johnson, he signed legislation, uh, uh, legislating a welfare program. Welfare. Now, if you do the history, because I've been reading up on the the history of welfare in the United States and when you read the history of it how it was applied it was applied and distributed differently whether you was white or was you or whether you was black if you go back into the days of the Jim Crow and the things of that nature there was a lot of programs black people couldn't get because they were black <coughs> that was afforded to white individuals who Received on welfare public assistance But if you know one of the things that was That was a prerequisite Of the women Getting food stamps or some type of Government aid It was that they had to get the man out of their house Now why is that? Why would the government Why would the government care That if they're going If they're going to provide this family with assistance as a mother without a she's going she's coming to the uh welfare for assistance whatever you can't have a man in the house in order to get it you can't have a man in the house even today if you go if you go to um public assistance if you're a single mother and you try to just sign up for public assistance what they're going to do is they're going to ask you who's the father and if you don't got the information, if you don't got the father information, then you you pretty much done. Why do they want his information? Because they're going to put him on child support. They're going to put him on child support. So it, you can see with your own eyes, they are deliberately trying to break the black family. Break the black dynamic, the family dynamic. When you break that, like if you take a rose... You take a rose seed and you take that seed, right? And you go into the darkest cave you can find and you dig up a hole and you plant that seed. Ask yourself, is that seed going to grow? No, it's not going to grow. And if it grows, it's going to grow deformed because you took it out outside of its natural habitat, took it outside of its natural element where it can thrive and you put it in something unnatural 
It takes two parties to raise a child, just like it takes two parties to make a child. It takes two parties. This is not no one man thing or no one woman thing. You know what I'm saying? And 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 this is what this is what is is being like. This is what's being projected that oh I can do it by myself. I can do it by myself, and. We can't. You didn't make a baby by yourself. You ain't going to be able to take care of that baby by yourself. And that goes for male and female. So when you try to break the family dynamic where you have mother, father, child. And you take it outside of that natural order of things and just say, okay, father, child. No mother or mother, child. No father. What's going to happen? You think it's not going to be an effect on that child? Of course, it's going to be an effect on the child. Of course. That's why we really need to look and understand what it is we're preparing each other for. To get back what I was saying that in 1965 until now, you see the fruition of what was trying to be achieved. And and did they achieve it? Yes, they did. That's why I asked the question, do you know both sides of your family? Do you know the, 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 the your father's side of the family and or your mother's side of the family? And a lot of times, a lot of times we, you know, brothers and sisters I was raised up with, the father wasn't there or the father would come every so often, but you really wasn't in tune with your father's side of the family. You probably knew your grandmother from your father's side, maybe a couple of uncles, but that was it. That was the extent of it. So you look up, you got four or five generations that only know the mother side of things. Don't know their father. Don't know their father's side of the family. Like I'm a testament of that. I knew my father. I knew my father. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know him well. I've met him a couple of times. You know. But I don't know. I got brothers, I got brothers and sisters that I don't even no, I tell you guys a, a true story. This is a this is a true story. So boom, I'm working at a restaurant. Hey, I'm a chef by trade. So I'm working in a restaurant. So I'm working in this spot downtown Brooklyn. And while I'm I'm working the orders, I noticed this dude I'm working in the soul food spot. And I know this dude looking at me. He's looking at me. Like, you know how you can feel somebody just staring at you? And I can feel him staring the side of my face down. So I, I glance over to him. He looked. Then he looked away. So I, I continue to do what I'm doing. So I make the food. So I make the food. I finish making his order. And I bring it up to the counter. So when I bring the food up to the counter, the reason why I brought it up to the counter, because I'm trying to get a closer look at this guy. Why the hell he keep looking at me like that? So I bring the food up to the counter. And when I get up to the counter, I pass the food to the um, cashier. So I'm about to spin off and walk off. He said, hey, bro, let me ask you a question. So he said, he said, is your father's name dot dot, you know? Blank <laughs> And I looked at him crazy I'm like Yeah That's my father's name And he said wow He said I'm your brother This is a true story I swear Now mind you I've met him before But I met him maybe when I was like Maybe five Or something like that I couldn't I couldn't like if I say, yo, that's my brother right there, pull him out of a lineup. I couldn't do that. But because I look so much like my father, I'm spitting image of my father. I look just like him. 
You know what I mean? And and I used to resent that when I was a kid growing up. Hated that I looked like them because I felt that I would get, you know, I would have to hold that that burden. Like my mom would look at me, she'll be reminded, like, oh, this nigga did me dirty, or whatever the case may be. So you gotta carry that. So I hated I really resented the fact that I looked like my dad when I was younger. I resented that fact. But in any event, he asked me, he's like, yo, look. He's like, yo, I'm your brother. And you know what I'm saying? I was like, wow. He's like, yo, right outside. He said, yo, your niece is in the car. You know what I'm saying? He's like, your niece is in the car. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. This is crazy. I was like, I was like, how? I was like, he was like, yo, you look just like daddy. You look just like, I'm like, wow. And it's been like, it, at the time when I seen him, it, it had been like maybe 25, maybe close to maybe 30 years. I haven't seen him. And I was like, wow, that was crazy. And this was just random, random. He didn't know I worked there. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know he was around there, whatever the case may be. I was like, wow, this is crazy. So I asked that question. How many of you guys know both sides of your family and when I say your father's side of the family I don't just mean I'm his immediate family I'm talking about his family the way you know your family your mother's side of the family so for me that's what it was I know my, my mother's side of the family very well my father's side of the family can be walking next to me and I wouldn't know it we gotta we gotta kill this notion that we can do this by ourselves that we, this is a one man operation or a one woman operation. Aspire for more. My queens, you are way more than your sex. That's just a minute part of it. Men are very visual. Men are very visual. So you'll find men, oh, I wanna, you know what I'm saying? Very, you wanna conquer. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna get as many conquests as you can. You know, this is young boy shit. Don't be mis, misconstrued and believing that your woman your womanhood lies in the fact that whether you can you can give good dome or you got good sex. It's more than that. And though it seems like that's all you need. You look at the Cardi B's, you look at the Nicki Minaj's, you look at all them and you say, wow, that's all I need is a fat ass and some big tits and I'm good. No. No, because I'm going to let you in on a secret. All of that beauty fades. All of it fades. And if you don't have something substantial to hold on to, something beyond the sex, sex is, you know what I mean? Sex is going to last, what, tops? An hour? You know what I'm saying? An hour? Two hours, maybe you a freak. But it's going to come and it's going to go. It's like breathing. It's like eating. You're going to get hungry and then you're going to get full. That shouldn't be what defines you. That shouldn't be what defines you. And my kings out there, money shouldn't be what defines you. There's nothing wrong with being a provider. There's nothing wrong with being ambition to going out there to, to make your, your mark in the world. Put your footprint out there. Let, let the world know you're here. But that doesn't define you. And when you when you worship money to that degree, when you think that's the all or be all, then there's no telling where it can take you. There's no telling what, how what depth of, of, of lowness you would go. Just to increase money, paper, currency. Man makes the money. Man makes the money. But they got us so twisted, man. Chase the dollar, chase the dollar, chase the dollar. There's more than life than just about a dollar. Your whole legacy is in front of you. Your whole 
entire legacy is in front of you? What would you leave behind? What would you leave behind, my brothers? What would you leave behind, my sisters? What would you teach your daughters? What you going to teach your daughters? I'm, I'm talking to my kings right now. Every time you call that sister a bitch, you call her a hoe, or a smut, or whatever, thought, whatever you want to call her. What you going to call your daughter? What you going to call your mother? This shit is way past due, man. We should stop tolerating the disrespect of each other. Not just men oh, talking bad about females, but females talking bad about men. You think your words don't mean nothing, but it do. You call that brother a scrub. Oh, he, you ain't nobody. You a nothing dude. Ah, you ain't got no money. He got ideas. Every dollar was made behind the idea. Instead of shooting him down, build him up. Speak, speak life into his dreams. Speak life into it. And that queen is more than just a slide, King. She's more than that. You don't know her potential, man. You don't know your potential with her beside you. You don't know. That's why we got to really change the way we treat and look at each other. If we don't respect each other, how we expect the world to, to respect us? That's the problem. Problem is we're thinking so much selfishly. Everybody's thinking about the come up. But if we all work together, we can all come up together. It's funny how everything dealing with black is always a competition. When it's dealing with black, it's always, it's always, oh, I got to outdo you. When we can coexist, we can coexist and thrive. The world beats to our drum. There's a, oh, I believe it's a Chinese proverb that referred to black people as sleeping giants. So black people are like sleeping giants. When they wake up, the world's going to have hell to pay. Your potential, king, your potential, my queen, is right there in front of you. It's never too late to start doing the right thing. It's never too late to start looking at each other differently. We need to expect more from each other. We're so divided, man. So divided. So divided. We're divided by our religions. We're divided by our, our classism. Oh, I'm light-skinned. He dark-skinned. We divided by fat and skinny. We divided by short and tall. We divided by all types of shit, man. It's time for us to come together, man. All that material shit is gonna is gonna is gonna fade. All that beauty, that cosmetic cosmetic surgery, all that shit will fade. It will fade. All of it. It's not gonna be forever. It won't be like, oh, you're going to have a six pack forever. What you think this is? That's what they got. They got it in our heads 
They got in our youth heads that a woman is supposed to have a Coca-Cola bottle shaped body. And no, women come in all di different types of shapes. And we need to appreciate all of them. Men come in different shapes and you need to appreciate all of them. We all in this together. There's nothing wrong with having a preference. There's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting and liking a certain thing. You have that right. But what you don't have the right is to invalidate someone else's uh, identity or, or make them feel like they're less than because they don't reach or fit the status quo. We need to stop being separated by so much trivial bullshit. It's like we look for things to divide us. We divided enough, but we like we look for more shit to divide us. Oh, I wanna I oh oh, oh this is me. Oh I, I'm the only one doing this. I'm the only one doing this. Nah, we all can do it and we all can eat off of it. Support each other. Support each other. You'd be surprised what you can get accomplished. Be surprised. We need to start treating our women and our men better. Women know the wisdom have, have wisdom when you're dealing with a relationship With a man If you got a real man I'm telling you That man wants to do the best for you The best that he can Sometimes they get lost in translation But with you by his side Thinking With you by his side Assisting Helping him Y'all both can get to the goal you're seeking but don't let them run into a wall Don't drive them over the cliff You got these 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 young boys out here Like I said in the poem Killing each other for sport They got these big dreams of grandeur And, and, and they're like Oh I'm gonna I'm gonna have a Maybach I'm gonna have I'm gonna have this I'm gonna and then you see when these big time entertainers get money and you see what they do with their money. It's like a it's like a slap in the face. I believe it was Life Jennings. <laughs> he came out with his with that song, his first album. And he was like, I'm a stick up kid. I'll be robbing these niggas. Flashing all that stuff in my face. But you see, you see what they put in front of you. You see what you call it gave uh it's crazy. You she gave she gave her uh, her daughter a birthday party uh Cardi B and 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 her man whatever his name is. But they spent like a like a meal or something like that. Bought a Birkin bag like $50,000 for a bag or something like that for her birthday. And what she was like four or something like that. I don't know how old the girl was. Don't don't quote me. But it was something to that along those lines. But when you look at that much money, how much money you're gonna do for something trivial like a party. A party. How much change could you affect if you took a million dollars and went into the neighborhood that you came from? I'm not talking about just going to the corner and just start throwing out money. No. Go to the outreach programs in that community. Go see who who who's the potential, who got potential in that community. People, go look at somebody's grades. Go look into one of those, those inner community schools and go to the principal's office and pull up some records. Who's your number one student in this school? And see what their life is like And see how you can assist them to get to the next level So they can bring people up There's way much more it's, it's so much you can do with that That amount of money Than to just blow it on a party That doesn't mean oh That's her daughter she can do what she want to do That's her money yes But you just see the mindset of the people When they get it That's not nothing That's not a coincidence That these celebrities do this shit And put it right in your face 
and dangle it like a like a carrot. Dangle it in front of your face. Oh, you can't get it. You can't get it. Gotta be quicker than that. Gotta look at that shit. Like what would be even the purpose for you to even publicize that? You got people out here starving, don't know when they're going to make ends, how they're going to make ends meet, don't know how they're going to pay rent. But you, you want to you want to showcase and put in front of for the whole world to see who are you performing for? Who who are you the beacon for? What is this for? You want to flaunt it. Why? Cuz you want people to know you got it. Why? Why? Who else does that? But we praise that shit. She do that shit, she get more clicks. You do that shit, you get more, you get more publicity. It's like it's like it's it's that energy. You put all that energy into that and it's not it's not benefiting you anything. It's not bringing you nothing back. When you put your energy in something, it's supposed to yield something. You're supposed to get something in return. When you go to work and you put your energy in work, at the end of the week, you get a paycheck. When you go work out and you work, you do arms, chest, legs, everything, at the end of the week, you get those results. You keep doing it, you're going to get results. You're going to get paid for your effort. Everything, anything you do of effort is rewarded with a payment of some form, some sort. Whatever effort you put into anything, there's a benefit at the end of that tunnel. What are you benefiting? Who are you benefiting? We got to stop giving our energy to these individuals who don't give two shits about us, man. I would be ashamed to do something like that. I'm talking about if I had bread like that, I'd be ashamed to do something like that. Why would I Why would I even want to make my people feel a certain type of way to, to do something like that? Parties, that's private. It's crazy though, but this is our mindset. So that mindset in itself is going to, is going to produce more individuals with that same type of mindset. That's why you got people in our community when they come up, they move out. They move out. And when they move out, they wonder why they get dirty looks from from the the communities they move into. Know why? Because communities are built. You don't move into communities. But then at the end of the day, you can't really stay in your same community because our our sickness is so is so devastating that you stay in the same community trying to do something for that community, that community to turn on you and and and, and you know what I'm saying, do you dirty, try to rob you or whatever the case may be. Everybody know you got a certain type of money and you a celebrity, you can't stay in that in that community. You can't stay in that community because our people are so twisted right now that you find somebody that will try to scheme on you. Try to scheme on you like, nah, I got to get that. You know? And it's expected. That's the fucked up part about it. It's expected. Because once once you stay in the hood, once you stay in the hood, try to, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to stay in the hood. And, and you got all this money and you stay in the hood and then you get robbed. The first thing they're going to say, stupid ass, he should have moved out the hood. That's the first thing they're going to say. First thing. It's like a catch 22. So I understand moving. I understand moving. But even if you move, you don't have to move. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to move. You know what I mean? Like certain athletes I respect, like LeBron James for his effort. You know what I'm saying? All the millions of dollars that he's I just read an article that he he don't he he he's one of the the biggest athletes who ever donated as far as a career is concerned. So far in his career, he has donated over 41 million dollars in education. I can respect that. I can really respect that. But we got to start looking at, you know what I'm saying? What we what we what what we want to do. How we can come together as a people, man. 
how we can come together as a people and be great together. Shatter all these crazy misconceptions and these stereotypes of of who we are as a people. We need to change that narrative. Our women are more than bitches and hoes. And our kings are more than just thugs and niggas. It's time for us to stand up and recognize that. And, I, and I don't, I don't, I'm not just talking about, oh, just acknowledging. No, I'm talking about knowing better and doing better. Really look at the way we treat each other. What do we expect from each other? We should expect more. We should expect more. Times are hard, man. And if we don't do something quick, you'll see, just like in 1965 until today, you see the state of our people in this country. Just go back from 1965 till today. You see our status in this country. Not much has changed. Not much has changed. Yes, you have a lot of brothers and sisters now that have that have way more money than we ever had, but that's just by default. The industries as today is so many different industries that you can tap into and become an instant millionaire. So many different industries. But we talking about the way they treat us. Why do we always feel the need that we got to change who we are in order to fit in? We got to change the way we speak. How many of you guys out there got a white voice? I seen that growing up. I seen that growing up. Aunties or whatever the case may be, get on the phone. When there's a white person on the phone, you know who they talking to. When they, when there's somebody black on the phone, you know who they talking to. But when it's somebody white, they voice get high pitch. Oh, hello. You know what I'm saying? You got a white voice. I was, it was a movie like that. It was a, I forgot what the, what the name of that movie was. I think it was a Spike Lee movie. It was a movie like that where they was talking about like you got your white voice. Dude sound like he's straight white, but he's black. But that's real though. Why do we feel we have to compromise or change in order to fit in? This world, this 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 beautiful United States of America beats to our drum. The pulse of this great nation. We provide so much and get so little in return. It's time for us to celebrate us. Celebrate us. I don't know how many of you guys remember. I remember back in the 80s when the the the, the face of beauty, Bo Derek, Jane Fonda. I remember a time when you, if you had a fat ass, she was considered fat. If you had a fat, you know what I'm saying, a bubble, you was considered fat. You had that was a Richard Simmons era. Melt that fat. That's fat. They wasn't looking at the big butts as uh the big the big breasts, the big, the big, you know what I'm saying, the big ass as beauty. That was considered ratchet. Considered urban. Crazy. But now you got more white women with ass than you like, wow. You see, you see all these videos, you see, you see uh all of these new videos. I've never seen so many white people with black asses before. It's crazy. But now you see the dynamic is changing. I seen this one dude put a post up and said, oh, he had a, a, a white woman 
with a fat, you know what I'm saying? She had a, she had a sister body. And uh, he was like, oh, soon as, soon as they learn how to fry chicken, it's over for you. It's over for you black women. Like, wow. That goes back to say what I was saying before, how we make up ways to divide ourselves. Can't be content in your own skin. They, they pulled the number. I mean, they pulled the number on us, man. They really got us hating ourselves. It's time for us to break the cycle. It's time for us to break the cycle. I want to urge all my people. Hit me back in the um, comments. Comment on this podcast when it do drop. Do you know both sides of your family? Your mother's side and your father's side of the family. Doing a, a poll, a survey. Like a case study. And ask yourself. Look at look at the dynamic of what's going on right now in the affairs of black people, melanated people. Look and see and see has anything really changed. We got to stop and get rid of this idea that we don't need each other. We do. We need to respect each other, love each other, value each other. But I want you guys to hit me up. If you're a spoken word artist, you want to get on the show, you want to, this is a platform for you. All poets are welcome. You know, if you want to get on the show, hit me up at SpokenSoulSessions at gmail.com. That's S-P-O-K-E-N-S-O-L. Soul is spelled S-O-L. S-E-S-S-I-O-N-S Sessions at gmail.com Hit me up with your links Let me know where I can find your work If you have any published work I can go read or whatever To get you on the show But I love you family And I hope you love me too 